All right, all right. Welcome, 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 everyone, to the Say This podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Colbert, and I really can't thank everybody enough for your love and support that people have been showing throughout these episodes. Um, getting a lot of great feedback, and it's really been an amazing process. So uh, just keep on listening. This is your show, and uh, we're going to jump right into it. Today, we're continuing on with our Communicating in a Relationship Forum segment and today's topic is discussing red flags how to communicate your concerns to the other person when you see a red flag or you see something's troubling it's like what do you do now i've saw i've seen it and i want to discuss it but i don't quite know how to communicate it so let's first start off with what are red flags red flags are warning signals that alert you Maybe something isn't quite right, or maybe this could be a problem, or you see a behavior that tells you maybe we shouldn't go any further in the relationship without this getting solved, right? Those are some red flags. And the question is then, how do we talk about it? How do I talk about what bothers me, the red flag, without necessarily getting into an argument? And a lot of the fear comes from a conflict that may result from discussing it, right? Or you may discover that uh, the person might leave or it's not what you thought it was going to be. And that can also be a fear. But let me tell you this. this is a very important concept. If you are afraid that an honest conversation is going to change the dynamic of your relationship by discussing issues, the relationship is not real. It will continue to be built on assumptions and hopes. Let's just recap that again. It is not real if you can't have an honest discussion about how you feel about things, what's bothering you, and problem solve. You are just simply making up in your mind what it could be, and you're hoping things will turn will turn around. So now what happens? Let's say, well, Brandon, that's easy to say. What if I'm dealing with somebody who gets defensive or they're an avoider, right? You're dealing with those kind of people. And here are some common phrases uh, that you'll hear if you're dealing with people like that, right? Here we go. Then you'll hear, are you bringing this up again? Why are you always trying to start an argument? Do we have to do this right now? Right, All of those things you'll hear, and these are avoidance tactics. right? So the most common response should be when you first hear this, the first time you hear this, you should really be saying, hey, when would be a good time to talk about it? right? Because it is true that sometimes it's not appropriate timing, right? You're in the middle of a a dinner party, family reunion. It's probably not the best time to bring up something really detrimental about your relationship, right? Like the company holiday party, those type of things. You might want to save these discussions for a more appropriate time. So there are times, anytime is not the right time. So that should be the first question. But now, If you've kind of gone through this, let's assume you're past that part where you've been hearing it for the first time, right? You've heard these classics several times, and the avoider, the defender, continues to say, hey, why do you have to do this? You kind of know that there is going to be no right time. They're going to say that all the time. So your response uh, should be, and you want to do this in a calm, collected way. You have to take out all emotion from these kind of conversations, right? And here's something that you can put in your toolkit to start it off. Uh, 
after you've heard, ah, oh, not again, why, all these things to avoid or get defensive. So it sounds like you don't want to talk about this right now or really at any time. Can I share a pattern that I've noticed? Right? And we might have, you might have heard this from earlier episodes. You want to discuss issues and problems in patterns, things that you've seen more than once, because you alert your attention to say, hey, this is not something I'm just making up. This is why you discuss things in patterns. Right? Can I share a pattern I've noticed? Whenever I bring up something that's on my mind, that's a problem concerning us or this relationship, I receive defense and avoidance. Let me give you an example. And then you want to proceed with crystal clear, concrete examples. Very specific, almost impossible to contradict. These are things that both people can clearly remember happened. You clearly know where you were, and you can make the assumption that they would clearly remember this as well, right? So after you bring up those examples, then you want to describe why it's a problem. And here's an example of how that conversation might go. The reason why this is a problem is because if we don't talk about these things that are giving me pause in the relationship, they fester. And then they build up. And in addition to that, they end up making, uh, I end up making assumptions about the relationship that may not be true, right? And all these things lead to negative consequences and us not being on the same page. And when it comes to our relationship, that's a problem, right? Now, I, now these things, and I'm not saying that's going to be easy as well, but those are the kind of some of the things you want to be able to talk about and think about. So, uh, and some people say, well, sh- when should you bring that up? Well, it's, it's timing and things of that nature. But you have to be able to have those conversations. And at this, at that point, you want to stop and then listen. And the question that I have is that you want to ask, do they understand where you're coming from? Right? What do they think? And listen, really listen, make honesty safe. Because for them, you really want them to tell you the honest truth without rebuttal, right? And the question becomes, why, why don't people want to do this? When should you do this? When you see in red flags, should it be later on? I'm under the guidelines. The earlier you can get at ease at having difficult discussions, really the better. And it's never too late to talk about what you want out of the relationship. That's a never, it's never too early, excuse me, it's never too early to talk about what you want out of the relationship. Because people should know what your goals are, right? What you want out of it. So you can be on the same page. Let me give you this uh, analogy, right? At the end of the day, if I'm on a sports team, I want to win a championship. If I know my teammate doesn't want to win a championship, they really want a scoring title, right? Or they really just want a large contract, we probably shouldn't be on the same team, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if I don't discuss it early enough, here's where the problem is. When feelings start to get involved, we start to rationalize. And here are some of the rationalizations that come about, right? Well, it's not that bad. Well, other couples got it worse. They're just having a bad day. Listen, no, these red flags that get swept under the rug, they always come back. At some point, they're going to come back up, okay? It's going to come back up. It never just goes away freely. 
So why not discuss it before all those things happen? And somebody said, well, Brand, doesn't that put a lot of pressure on things? Or what if the person is kind of, they expect me to, they're going to think I'm trying to change them? Listen, nobody's forcing somebody into it. You are just expressing what you need out of the situation and what is causing you pause so you can deal with it, right? And nobody's saying, hey, you need all these things tomorrow or the next day. But these are where my goals are. These are where my head is. So people have an easy, if that's not where the other person wants to be, well, it gives you pause. Maybe this is not a situation you want to keep wasting your time in. Okay, so and unless somebody's like a serial dater, right, most and many times most people have the hopes of something long term. We keep thinking about kind of these short term kind of deals, but having the difficult conversation can save you a whole lot of pain and hurt later. Because I often hear years later after people got married, this person did a complete 180. Unbelievable. They totally switched it up. Now, I'm not going to say that never happens in any case, right? But I don't believe that is the norm. Normally, there were some red flags there. There were some clues that we did not want to investigate for fear of having the difficult conversation that we just let slide. And now, years later, feelings involved, maybe kids, all these things are coming up. Here's a key phrase. They are who they always were. We just didn't see it. And a way to be able to be, get clarity on this is having those difficult conversations. And here's a couple of phrases. If you're in fear, what might happen, how we discussed it, some of the things that I use, if you're fearing conversation and you think things might happen, you can actually call that out and say, hey, I want to have this difficult conversation with you, but my fear is you're going to get defensive. I want to have this difficult conversation with you, but my fear is that you're going to try to avoid the issue and not listen, right? I want to have this difficult conversation with you, and it's important to me, but my fear is you will not hear me out. My fear is we'll get into a back and forth. How do we prevent that from happening, right? And you can even take that, like, the step back there, right? Like, before you even get into that issue, take that step back. And this is what's known as a prelude to ground rules, right? That's opening up the conversation. So then you can feel more comfortable getting into those discussions. But I'll tell you, you want to know, right? It's better to know whether you're on the same page rather than not. Make all these assumptions, make all these rationalizations, and then you get into a situation where all this time has been spent and you get you follow what is known as sunken cost. And a lot of people get into those situations. And sunken cost means this is the rationale that, hey, I've already invested so much time and effort in so many things that I really can't get out of it now. Like I've already put in too much. Right. And then so people keep going with these situations that they know is probably better to get out of. But they say I've already invested too much. So to prevent all those things from happening, have those conversations, get the information. Right. And those that can help you down the road. Okay, so have the conversation. Don't fear. How can I, you know, um, you know, you want to know those outcomes. So. 
that is where we're going to conclude today, all right? This is going to be this week's episode. You're listening to the Say This Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Colbert. Music and production by Trizzy Trey. This is a Trizzy Trey production, sponsored by DC Comedy, All Things Comedy, and Brandon Colbert Solutions. To everyone listening, please email me your feedback. It's been fantastic. Questions at saythispodcast.org. We'd love to hear from you. Thoughts and questions that really resonating with you. It's your show. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic week. You're listening to the Say This Podcast with Brandon Cole. You are listening to the Say This Podcast. And listen, when someone is honest with you, the first thing out of your mouth should be thank you. Thank you. Because we can go six ways to Sunday trying to figure it out. I just want to know the truth. Thank you. You are listening to the Say This Podcast. And you have to understand, that's just not going to happen. And it's naive to think and operate as if it will. Listen, I never said it's going to be easy, but we're not looking for easy. We're looking for an effective solution to solve the problem. And here's the thing about an apology. It stops the bleeding, but it doesn't heal the wound. Trust is the first thing to go and the last thing to come back when you're talking about an apology and trying to figure it out. And you know how it goes. Oh, is my paycheck going to be right this week? With the passive aggressiveness, sarcasm. How do you deal with that? You are listening to the Say This Podcast.